Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. We're talking good music on this episode of the People in Places Extra podcast. Hello again, everyone. I'm Ken Watlington. In the heart of Uptown Greenville, there's a shop that's living proof that vinyl is making a big comeback. It's called Alley Cat Records. After about a decade absence, there's once again a record store in Greenville. It's a place uniting lovers of all kinds of music. And Alley Cat opened at the perfect time. For decades, records sat on shelves with the emergence of cassettes, CDs, and most recently streaming. But now music fans are rediscovering vinyl. 41 million records were sold last year, topping CDs for the first time since 1987. Alley Cat Records is the latest venture for business owner David Brown. You may know him from David's used books along Arlington Boulevard in Greenville, and he previously had a place called Boulevard Records. Brown, with the help of manager Jeff Blinder, opened Alley Cat Records on 5th Street in Uptown Greenville last October. I visited the store recently to chat with Jeff about what Alley Cat is all about and how he ended up running a record store. Uh, that was a long process. I've lived in Greenville on and off for about 20 years, mostly here. I lived in Philly for about 10, um, and uh, I've always been involved with live music. And um, we have I do something called Spaz Presents, and that's kind of like my underground thing where we find bands to play different places. It could be a venue, could be a house. Um, I have something called Spaz Fest that happens every year, and that's like an annual music and art festival. Uh, I think we're on year 15 coming up in 2024. But anyway, for the festival, I remember one time I noticed a vinyl record show happening, and it was the weekend before my festival. And I communicated with the person. I said, hey, next year, do you think we can line it up to be the same weekend? Because they get a lot of people who come from Raleigh and other yeah. places. And uh, it was David, who uh, has David's used books and records. And he uh, needed a record room guy during COVID. Uh, he lost his record, record room guy. Uh, and, I, uh, and he hit me up. He said, hey, I lost my record room guy. You, you know music. You love music. Do you think you might want to do that? And I said, yes, that would be awesome. So through, um, through doing my booking of music, um, I met David, and then uh, we, I started working there, and the record room ended up expanding. And this is what we have here at uh, Alley Cat Records. How cool is it to, once again, be part of a record store in Uptown Greenville? Because in years past, you know, record stores were all over the place, then they kind of went away, but now... You know, as they say, what's old is new again. Yeah, we, uh, we are so happy to be holding the torch for, for that. Um, if you look behind our counter, um, we've been given stickers, and I've had some in my collection from some of the record shops from the years past. When I first came to Greenville about 20 years ago, we had a place called CD Alley. Um, CD Alley uh, was the place where I, when I came to Greenville, I said, this place is really cool. It's like yeah. a college town, and they have this person so knowledgeable. Um, it kind of was my decision to stay here. So that place went away after about maybe three or four years that I was here. And then another place called East Coast Music and Video. Um, not too far away from the, this area, but uh, off, the, off the downtown area path. And that was the place that I loved. And then that went away. And there was about a 10-year gap. There was here and there a few things trying, but uh, about a 10-year gap in between. And we kind of filled that in with, uh, with our place. 
one of the, I grew up about an hour from here, and one of the first places I remember taking my own money and buying some records was East Coast. Yeah. Um, John, from there, we, we communicate with him. In fact, we're going to ha- probably have him do Big John's Pick of the Week. Nice. And he's going um, to give us some recommendations for stuff that we get, some of our videos that we do live. We'll get, um, like the Almond Brothers, he loves them. If we get anything by them, he'll recommend them, and we'll put it up. And they'll say, Big John's Pick of the Week, kind of throwing it back to his influence because I learned so much about music through him. Uh, and he, uh, he, having him involved in any way would be great. It's just great to kind of have a nod to the past yeah. uh, during now. The kids might, might not remember it, but I do. So I want to share that and his knowledge with everybody. So Alley Cat, how long have you been open in this space? Since October. So we're here. It's on about nine months now. Uh, we, we, we got the room in, in the summer. And um, basically, we just looked at it and uh, figured out what we wanted to do, and it took that long. And we also had to price a lot of stuff. So when I worked at, in the record room at the bookshop, um, David had mentioned that he had a lot of stuff in storage, barns and uh, storage spots. And um, he said, I, I think if we dig through all that stuff that I've been collecting over the last 10 years buying collections, we might have enough for an actual place. And sure enough, yes, um, I went out there one weekend uh, a little bit before the summer, just to confirm that, and I could confirm because I went. I said, sure, "I said, surely this is all going to be, you know, not not the best stuff." But pulled out Zeppelin, you know, Metallica, everything, and I said, "Man, you know, give us like three or four months to price, go through things. We'll have enough for a store." He said, "We have enough in this room, pretty much, but let's add more." So we took that summer, just sat sat here pricing, getting everything right. Had a preview thing because we do some. We do some live music events and art events here. Um, the register area we have over there is actually a stage. And uh, we clear that. And we had a preview show with some music. And everyone gave us love. Um, and we've been doing that since October. And we're very excited to be in the downtown area. And just um, a lot of love shown. And we're going to make it through the summer. That's one of the things we're, we're just learning about because it just got summer because the student population is gone. Right. Um, and uh, we, we, you know, we're going to see how it goes, but everything seems pretty positive. What's cool about a place like this is you were talking about finding some old vintage stuff that you're now selling, but you also got brand new just released records in here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my um, one of the things that I have to do is when people come in and I see them look around, I always ask them. I say, "Hey, what would you pick up and buy if you saw it?" And that's how I gain the knowledge. I call it gaining our muscles. And a lot of times people really appreciate the conversation. And I learned myself, like, I'm not that record store guy who's like, I know everything. I I learned from all the people that are here. Um, And because of that, our muscles have grown. So we've got a good little selection, but I keep adding. Anytime someone asks for something we don't have, even if I don't know it, I'll check it out. And I'll bring it in on the next order. And that person will be appreciative. And they'll tell other friends. And it just kind of builds from there. Trickles down. Trickle down, yes, sir. So this year, for the first time since the late 80s, vinyl outsells CDs. How cool is that, that it's kind of come back around and people are really, pun intended, digging in to, to listening to vinyl? Uh, I've always loved vinyl. I've hauled around a collection for 15 years that I didn't even have a record player for. I just knew that at some point, I'm going to have the time and I'm going to have the energy to sit through these things that I've hauled upstairs and everything. And... That experience to me is the best you can take in music. I, you know, my ear discerns 
it to be warmer. Um, and a lot of people say that. Uh, that the resurgence of vinyl is awesome. Um, there's very few positives that come out of the last two years from, that, from COVID. One of them, I believe, is people wanted to sit with an album. I think they wanted to pick up something and look at it. And they had a little bit of more time if they were quarantined or whatever to actually look at an album, pick it up and be like, all right, let's, let's go into this experience, not have thousands of songs shooting at us yeah. at every moment. Let's take this album and sit with it for 45 minutes. Look at all the art. Yep. Just enjoy it. You know, even, even little markings on the records you buy that are used, you know, love notes are in there. It's just a whole experience, um, and it's really cool. And I think, like I said, very few things positive came out of that, that, whole, that whole thing going down. But um, I do know that the, the resurgence of vinyl, I think, has a lot to do with that, where people wanted an experience for an increment of time. Have an afternoon, put it on when you're making dinner. Yeah. It just seems to be that way, which is really cool. It gets you away from the streaming and just hitting shuffle and playing whatever comes next. You're making a choice yes. and investing into an experience. And, that, and people are going to find that. The album that they know one song of, if you sit with that, you're going to find a song, Deeper Cut, that you're going to love more than that song that got popular. That's, that's, that's what happened to me. I have whole collections of B-sides that are like, have you heard this song? I know you know this one, but and then it really resonates with people. It's really cool. What's your favorite album of all time? Oh man, I gotta say, I, the band that got me into music was Nirvana. Um, that clicked with me yep. right before, right when I was getting into high school. And um, I would say that um, probably Nevermind would be it. Um, there's deeper cuts, but that one seems you know. And, and it came back like this last two three years. Mm -hmm. um, the kids are seeing what I saw. It's really cool to see that resurgence of, of that genre. Um, you know, going, going on the subway in, in Philly, I saw, you know, Nirvana shirts on yeah. folks you wouldn't expect and having conversations about that. <laughs> Music has a tendency to do that, to bring people together. It's the only thing that kept me going for many years, um, you know, saved my soul. And uh, I see that if you get it right, it can save your soul too. Um, the... Uh, the media format or the live music format, um, we get to do both here at Alley Cat, which is really awesome. And you get to share that with the community. Yes. And um, the artists that travel, they, they, will, they will have vinyl. And guess what? We love buying their, their albums. And we have a whole wall back there just of the locals who've played our room. And if they want to get a copy, we tell them where to go. Those are our copies. You can't have those. But uh, we can tell you right where to go to get them. And we'll play a lot of their stuff. And that's, that's stuff they're not going to hear on the radio. Most likely, if they're going to play this room, you're not going to hear it on the radio yet. But maybe in a few years, a couple of those artists on that wall will be, will be playing the big play. They'll be like, what? They played Greenville? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they played our room. What's it like when you clear out the, the stage over here and you have some music and, and folks are coming in and checking out a show? Man, it is awesome. Um, I've been doing that for many years, but I've never had a situation like this. Um, I, I really had to, had to just do it where I could do it, which was my living room for a while. Yeah which was, you know, a bar that didn't really want it, but they needed money. Here's a place that we opened with it in mind. So um, we allow it. We, we, we want it to happen. Um, David wants it to happen. Uh, it's something that during an event, we're not making too many sales, but it is part of this community. And by fostering that, they'll hopefully foster us. Yeah. Um, just tie it all in. It's, it's just really nice to have that here and be the place that gets to present that to the public. To get somebody in here for a show, they might come back as a customer the next day or the following it, week. It does, it does, and and some of them have an opinion on what we should have, and yeah. I'll listen. I don't say, I say we need to grow our punk section. You're right, or your our screamo section. 
things like that. Yeah. Genres that I, I kind of know. They're like, you should get this, this, and this. I'm like, next order, I got it. And then they'll come and buy the two, and I'll be like, leave one. Leave one for somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody else can get it. Yep. Is there anything we haven't touched on you want people to know? Um, I would just say that uh, having a record shop is great. Uh, if you can think of us to come here and support us, it's awesome. I know Amazon might have something that's like $5 cheaper, but that $5... Let's this place exist. And if you come in here, I think you're going to feel that. Um, you know, there's always going to be a deal that someone could buy a million albums and get a discount on it and then make the, and then offer that discount out. But I'm, I'm talking $5. But between $5 more, we'll save a space like this. And that's all. That's all we need is a couple decisions a month from each person coming here. And we get to exist and we want to exist. So that's about it. And ordering online, sure, it's easy, maybe cheaper, but it's the experience of coming in and digging through these bins that makes it what it is. And I like to think that the people that I have hired here and the people that are here are passionate about it. So some people come in and just want to dig. Some people want to come here and talk. We're here for you. Um, you know, you want to have your experience. If it's a rainy day, that's the best day ever for a record shop. The, this uptown, downtown area, very dead. But come into this store and trust me, it's alive. While I was there at Alley Cat Records, I also talked to one of the employees, Amari Edwards. She's a younger music fan who's now discovering vinyl for the first time after pretty much just knowing music through streaming services. So you're pretty new here. I am. What made you want to work at a record store? Oh gosh, that's like such an easy question to answer. I love music, so it's only natural that I would want to work in a place like this. How cool is it that a place like this exists because Greenville went without a record store for a while. It did. Um, I feel like this is really important. I don't know why, but for some reason, Greenville like kind of forgets that it needs this place or places like this. And then it'll just magically remember that, yeah, we kind of need this. So we're here and that's great. Like yeah. music is life for just about everyone. Yeah. And it's really important in Greenville specifically. How much pride do you take in knowing that you're a part of something special? Uh, I don't know. I downplay it sometimes just because sometimes working here doesn't even really feel real. Can you sense when people come in, they're passionate about music and, and then maybe you have a chance to help them find something they're looking for or something maybe they didn't even know they were looking for that kind of turns them on to something new? Mm. Yeah, but most of the time people come in and they know what they're looking for. I try to recommend things, but most of the time people, they come in, they, they already have their idea of what they want. And the good thing about this place is pretty much any genre you can think of, it's going to be here. Yes. Our biggest genre is definitely classical rock. And I think that makes sense because for some reason, that's like people, that's what people want in this town. So, yeah. What was your earliest memory of music making an impact on your life? <laughs> Um, just being a kid and being in the car and listening to music. Um, I was always with my dad all the time. So I was like his passenger princess in a way. And, um, just, he was always playing music. So my earliest memory, yeah. So I'm guessing, uh, you seem young. So I guess when you were a kid, vinyl wasn't a big thing probably. No, I was definitely not thinking about it. Digital was definitely the way for me when I was younger. So what point was it in your life where you're like, oh, this vinyl stuff, it sounds different, it feels different, it makes um, me feel different? I don't know. I feel like more recently I've kind of been like really caring more just because I see how big this is. And also just like working here, it's given me a bigger appreciation for it. 
um, because I see the value in it. Like just looking at these records and pricing them and seeing, oh my gosh, like that's worth a lot of money. Like, and it's just super cool. Um, but I feel like when I got my first record player, which was like an all-in-one, um, I don't even remember the brand, but like an, I still have it today, but all-in-one and uh, my brother got it for me. And um, I got my first record, which was at the, this, cause this store has had so many different manifestations. And the first uh, time I got exposed to this store, but it had a different name. It was on Greenville Boulevard and I got my first record there. It was uh, a tribe called Quest Midnight Marauders. And after that, it was kind of like I was in love. So. Well, that is the greatest album of all time. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. It's a good album. It is my favorite album of all time. <laughs> I'm not, no joke. Like it's, wow, it's, that's crazy. It's, it's about to turn 30, which... <laughs> I cannot believe that's actually it, true. <laughs> and it came out my freshman year of college. That's, that's, that's so wild. That's a whole different story. That's whole, so crazy oh how yeah, I, I just like, tapped I into it. your life oh like that. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, that's, a, that's a good choice for your first one, though, that's yeah. for sure. Um, it was between that and um, Erica Baidu. I forgot which one. I'm, I don't know. I, I wish I would have gotten that, but... Still. Yeah, good still choice. a good choice. <laughs> How cool is it to just, just be here and see something, you know, vinyl, it seems like it's something's old, but, it, but it's new again. Mm -hmm. How cool is it to just be here and be immersed in this? Super cool is the basic answer. Like, um, I'm just surrounded by music all day, and uh, I get to talk to people all the time about super cool music that they like and super cool cool music that I like and yeah I love it it's great and whatever mood you're in on a daily basis you get to kind of live it out and play something right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah <laughs> I can't do that at work and just blast whatever I want to hear whatever I want to hear yeah so. I'm a DJ like every day I'm here it's great <laughs> that's awesome so this old format is also striking a chord with today's younger music fans and of course older music fans like myself are rediscovering vinyl and there at Alley Cat Records, you can find new and used vinyl from just about every genre. If you missed the video portion of the People and Places feature on Alley Cat Records, you can watch it anytime over on WNTT.com. Click on the On Your Side tab to find the People and Places page. My thanks again to all the folks over at Alley Cat Records for the hospitality. Thanks for checking out the People and Places podcast today. I'm Ken Watlington. Here's hoping you discover some great music soon. Music